love my delete later. I bloody hope you do. You can support our show by using the new ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. Just smash that link in the show description and support us now so we can keep making this podcast. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to Mike Delete Later, the show where we look at a guest first, worst and best social media posts, among other things. With me, Stevie. And me, Gina. And that's all Gina will be saying. <laughs> we, uh, although we share many traits that me and Gina, namely being sisters and having come out of the same woman, we have Your very, mom. Our, our mom, just for clarity, we have very, very different opinions on social media. For example, I absolutely, I do despise it. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. Um, almost as much as I love Andrew Hunter Murray, our guest in this episode. He was so great. He's like a drink of spring water. Um, <laughs> I'm using the past tense because we recorded this episode pre-lockdown. Um, Andy, uh, our guest, is one of those people who is very, very good at very many things. So he is a mm. QI elf, so he knows every fact ever. And he hosts the QI No Such Thing as a Fish podcast, as well as the Private Eye podcast, Page 94. He also writes a Private Eye. He's in the West End improv smash hit show, Ostentatious, and recently became a Sunday Times bestselling author with his debut novel, The Last Day. Okay, Andy, that was actually too much. Good Lord, Andrew. Also, you're obviously a massive fan. Um, what's so great about Andy's social media is that he's created this kind of adorable community on Twitter on Twitter (laughs) (laughs) how you pronounce it? Twitter on Twitter um, of people who just love jokes and love him and it's a really lovely little place to be and I don't really know how he's done it there's absolutely no negativity no I want this also he admits to deleting tweets in this episode which I really like Mm. I mean feel good about how often I I do that as well um have a listen and don't forget to check out our Instagram at Mike Delete Later Pod to see the posts Andy Menchwans hello Andy hi I'm gonna call you Andy yeah sure because we know each other we know each other yeah, to to an extent, but Andy's a big famous author now. So oh! now he's just an inspiration <laughs> rather than a friend. <laughs> um, so we're going to start off with doing uh, what we delete each week. So yes. first, Gina, sister of mine, loins. What would mm, no? What would you? Loins. <laughs> Gina came out of my loins. What would I'd you delete, delete? That, that comment. <laughs> um, this week, I would delete quicksand. Okay, that's and yes. I'll tell you for why. Because when I was younger. I had nights and nights and nights of nightmares about the idea that quicksand was going to be like a real problem when I was older. Did and you? Yeah, yeah. You never told me that. 90s this. films used to make quicksand f- seem like this thing that was like big in the world and it was mm. really dangerous. You'd, you'd go on holiday and then you'd, the moment you were like, maybe I'll go down this, then you were in quicksand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrified of quicksand. And I saw a clip yesterday of a woman um, 
up to her waist in quicksand in real life on mm. TikTok and she showed like a crowd of people how you get out of it and she couldn't move her legs like she literally couldn't get out and she showed how you get out of it cleverly and I was like if I'd had that video when I was nine wait how did she get out of it cleverly I'm afraid you're going to have to explain so you have to move one leg real fast in circles and it creates like a, a an air suction like a vacuum around your foot so you can pull it out but then once you've got the one leg out you can't, I mean, I mean, you can't get the other one out. Like yeah, so you have to lean on your knee, Okay. put all your weight onto your knee, and then do the same with the other one. Keep bringing the out, do the same mm. with the other one. So you basically like you basically flap one leg to get, get like a vacuum. But quicksand to me was like terrifying when I was younger. And I still, even now, when I think about it, it fills me with fear because I was so scared it would like kill me when I was older. So wow. I would delete quicksand just because I think it caused a lot of trauma to kids in the 90s. Okay, that's, re- like a, that's a really strong one. I'm really, thank you so much. Mine's really boring. Okay, good. But it's just like a thing that I've... It's more like a... A thing in my is life. It the patriarchy. It's like it, <laughs> you know what? It actually is to do the patriarchy at all. A, a bit. Is isn't everything? And maybe actually, Andy, you'll you'll be able to maybe say if this is true. Did men used to wear heels? Yes. Right. I mean, use it like a long time ago. Yeah, like a long time ago. Mm. Not like in 2015. Not like on Wednesday. I mean, yeah. mm. all men can wear heels. You know, that's the lovely world we live in. True. But uh, generally, um, it's a it's a woman thing. Um, it has been is for it? so long. Well, sometimes it is, isn't it? No, but sometimes it is. Sometimes okay. it. It shouldn't be, and it isn't, but I'm... Oh, my God, do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. All I'm saying is, when I was younger, and I'm maybe, like, mm, up until, like, two years ago, I wore heels all the time. Yeah. And now trainers are cool, and I've been like, Thank cool, God. I'll wear trainers, and now I'm so much more comfortable. Bought a pair of heels the other day, and I don't actually want it anymore. You don't like, have I don't to want them, them anymore. And then, yes, and then I realised... Because like, then I was like, well, what am I going to wear What to the Brits? Mm. <laughs> we're not invited I'm not invited but we were it was fine and then I didn't have to wear them but like what if or like a wedding and then I was like well I've been to weddings and I've worn I've worn like my nice cool flat shoes and I'm like god damn it this delete is good heels. so I'm going to delete heels but if you want to wear them as a form of self no, expression babe, hun babe you're deleting them babe it's fine I'm deleting them but not for everyone else yeah especially for men men please wear heels <laughs> Ideal. So for that to be chilled out, what would you delete, oh, Andrew um, Murray? I can't think of anything edgy to delete. You know, That's anything fine. which yeah. is much That's loved okay. by everybody. So I'll just pick yeah. something that everyone probably has experienced, but we haven't quite called out yet. So okay, okay. how about the feeling of uh, being at a show and watching something, mm. but while you're coming down with something? Do you know that kind oh, of swaggy? Yeah. <laughs> horrible yes. feeling where you think I'm meant to be enjoying this purely but you've got a big glass of orange juice another big glass of water yeah. and you know that this was a mistake to do yeah. but you're yeah. here and that, there's nothing like, you can do about that like general malaise yes. like mm. a fog on you there's a fear sometimes that I will um, when I'm coming down something in a show and you're sat quite close to people aren't you yeah. and like that I'll make a noise like yes. or something and everyone will be like that's disgusting you should leave or you know when, when you're coughing you can't stop coughing and you're aware that it's annoying but you're really enjoying the show oh the worst mm. the worst I always hate those people and then I am that person I'm like, why are you being so mean? It's not my fault. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's a good one. I wanted to ask you what you feel, what 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 your opinion is on, on social media. Like, do you like it? Do you not like it? What's your kind of vague relationship with it? I, uh, it's mixed. So I really like being on there. I like thinking of a joke saying that joke and then people writing back with normally better jokes off the back of it. Yes. That's a very I mean, exciting your experience. Your Twitter is, like, excellent. Like, and it's been excellent for ages. 
Oh, well, thank you. It's just very funny. And it's also like, um, it's just, it's very light. And like, and you always like, a poke fun at a difficult thing that's happening. Everyone's like, oh, there's Andy. Just lightening <laughs> the mood. Fundamentally like dancing around the volcano. Not, <laughs> yeah. not trying to do anything about the volcano. Oh, no, certainly no. not getting any closer than he needs to. But he's very much present, passing commentary on the funny yeah. things the love is doing. Yeah. He's in a pun on it. He's yeah. in a lava pun. So, you know, it's not, I, I wouldn't describe it as much of a contribution to uh, any kind it helps of serious me. discussion. But helps yeah, me. there we go. If it's a, it's a tiny, tiny lance in the side of the boil of modern life, I guess. Oh my god! Yeah, what a phrase, that, that man. Which is why you should follow me on Twitter. Yeah, you should, uh, at Andrew Hunter M. That's right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but you, yeah, you tweet. You're more of a tweeter, aren't you? Like you than you, a Instagram or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, did, I, I did join Instagram. I'm not joining TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> it's absurd. I'd be arrested if I tried to go on TikTok. <laughs> you oh, would that would be, be good. I'd like to see that. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no, I did. So I did join Instagram for about five minutes, and then I realised it's not for it's not for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't come across beauty often enough in my day to day life mm-hmm. to photograph it, and I don't have the impulse to create more beauty for other people, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't especially like looking at more beautiful surroundings than me. I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. For all these reasons, Instagram is and not And you're a words thing. man as well. Like yes, you're you're a it. words guy. So yeah. like Twitter's perfect for right. you. Yeah. If you could just write long captions uh, in Instagram and have that as the picture. And no picture. Yeah, yeah, no picture. And no yeah. picture. And no picture. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, that would just be a blog, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Andy, you should start a blog. Yeah. I don't know That's if you've what heard saying. about them. You've not got enough on. Um, but so you, the people that yeah. respond to you are quite... You don't tend to get a lot of shit, do you? No. That's, oh, that's joy. That's a really nice thing. I Normally... I mean, people who follow me either follow me because they, they listen to the podcast that, that I'm part of, No Such Thing as a Fish, or they read Private Eye, or they like Ostentatious. I mean, these are all... Positive things. Happy. They're all relatively positive. Yeah. yeah, they're all quite nice. And so you get people just chipping in with great extra jokes. Oh, and they are, I, I mean, they genuinely are better than the ones I come up with. You know, people take the next logical step in the joke mm. and you find yourself thinking, oh, why didn't I write that? Well, maybe I had to walk so they could run. But, <laughs> yeah. but How kind is... you are, you know? <laughs> yeah, just take one for the team. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is a really, really nice feeling doing that. And weirdly, the times I like it less are sometimes times where I've written something that's been much more successful mm. and then you've, you obviously, you are reminded of what Twitter really is, which is this huge fog of millions and millions of people, and you have no control anymore over the thing which has been a bit more successful than yes. usual. And then you will have thousands of people piling in telling you that you're wrong or that yeah. you, you've you fucked up somehow and that. So, yeah. Because yeah. you've created like a nice little community of people that sort of often feel and act on Twitter the same way as you do. Like, right. you know, kind of... They get you and you get them. Yeah. And it's kind of a nice space to be in. You're all friends. It's a And then when you burst that bubble, corral. when that bubble gets burst by, like, it's almost like you burst the skin of it and then like loads of other people come in and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no. no, no, no this was really mm. nice a second ago. Why are you all ruining we it? We were in a very agreeable drawing room and everyone had a drink or whatever. <laughs> They like yeah. just trading some aperçu here and there, <laughs> and then suddenly the walls have collapsed. They've just yeah. fallen out like in an old Hollywood film. Arrived. Yeah, and millions <laughs> of people are here just shouting. Yeah, yes, it's very um. hard. It is hard. I mean, I spend most of my time in the just shouting part, so I really would like to be in this part. In the kind of like nice, yeah, Andy's Andy's world. I just have to spend more time <laughs> there. Really, Andy's world. Yeah, Andy's I, don't, world. I don't know why. I don't know how it's ended up like that. Because I do reading my own timeline. I sometimes worry that I'm a very negative person. If I read back over my tweets from the last few weeks I think who's this bastard really? you know, why you're is he just, so miserable you're just being like yeah I've got a book out <laughs> I mean that, that last, <laughs> the last few weeks I have exclusively been saying I've got a book out which I think is a special kind of hell for my followers so you know but then again 
it's the the other really comforting thing is how little you matter on Twitter because I've been tweeting pretty much every day. Hey guys, I've got a book out. It's about this. Please, please buy it. It's you know, hope you like it and all this stuff and tweeting bits of good news and stuff uh, that have come in. And then I saw a real life friend the other day who we follow each other on Twitter and she said, "Oh, you've um." Have you written a book or something? <laughs> I mean, the extent of penetration of her consciousness was so minor. Yeah. Even though she and I are both relatively online quite a lot. And we, yeah. you know, so so you ju- it just goes to show no one else is really paying much attention. See, this so is don't comforting. Yes. Yeah. I find that very comforting. Yeah. And I think there's kind of, often there's two types of people who will find that really like difficult because, okay, well, that means I'm irrelevant or that means I'm not doing enough <laughs> or whatever. And then there's someone who will go, well, actually, it's kind of the feeling like when you lie on yeah. the floor and you look at the stars and you go... Oh, I'm actually quite small, so it's all kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's some a bit people, like that. Some people I found find that that I love. I look at the stars when I'm like, I look at the stars when I need like, a bit of a boost. Like, what sort of woman am I? And also, I live in London, so you can't see them. But yeah, you can't. Whenever I do, I go, like, oh wow, yes, I'm so small and all of that, and that helps. But yeah, I know people who that completely freaks them out, blows their mind, and they hate looking at the sky mm. and they hate thinking about the moon and they hate. And I'm like, but why? Why wouldn't you? The think scale about the moon? of it scares you. Whereas, yeah, on on social media, if you can do that and you can find comfort in that, then that's actually really good because yeah. people are often too worried about the fact that they're not doing enough or they're well, not I delete, big enough like we or say whatever in, another episode, in our first episode about how like I, I just delete tweets all the time because I'm like oh it didn't do very well it's stupid everyone thinks I'm stupid oh I do that I, I do, do that all the time you yeah. tweets <gasps> I do <gasps> see we all the same I didn't think you deleted tweets I just thought you just constantly just being like just churning out bangers no no every no every day you churn out bangers you though, thought you were so honking out the chonkers I did 24-7 <laughs> honking out the chonkers see but not all of us are honking out the chonkers 24-7 how often do you think you delete tweets every Every couple of weeks, I might tweet something. And if it, I mean, that's the, the other lovely thing is if you're trying to write comedy, you instantly know whether something's funny enough or not because yeah. people mm. will not respond not if like it's it. not. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I normally tweet if I think I haven't quite nailed the joke. Mm-hmm. And I think, actually, it's not very funny. Yeah. And then I just do what. The next best thing, which is to delete the joke and pretend I never made it. I do you know, I think that's fine. <laughs> I wish we could do that in conversations. You know, sometimes oh. like, when like it all goes quiet and then you say great. something and they're like, absolutely so not. That. So we're gonna do your your, your three posts. Oh, okay. Um now, your three you the first tweet, Gina. Uh, Gina the creep. Um, she she knows how she knows how to hack into people's yeah, Twitter. Well, yeah, I thought this was impressive, but it's actually kind of fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> Gina can, has figured out some sort of code or something. I mean, it's it's very it's public knowledge. It's fine. Yeah. She's, she can find your tweet. Very You've just quickly. been scrolling for a day. I've yeah. been scrolling. Yeah, since 2011 when you joined Twitter. I've just seen. Um, so the first tweet you tweeted was... What, what day was it? Sorry. So it was June 11th, 2011. June, so I'm just trying to think if there was anything in your life at that time. Well, it was a couple of months after. Uh, Wills and Kate got married, of course. Oh, so yes, right. I was Big. probably still on the come down from that, I imagine. And... <laughs> well, yeah. we all. My God, that blew my mind, that. So, I was going to Hitler's it birthday was when they got married. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Some more of this oh excellent my God. knowledge. They said in the press release that was explicitly okay. why they'd chosen that day, of right. course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Just to really commemorate it. <laughs> also, so, what did you start with? This is a classic Andrew tweet, I think. It says, a QI fact. The word Gatwick literally means farms where goats are kept. Something to consider as you're kept waiting for your flight. Ah, oh, oh, etymology. So, the joy of etymology so in your you first tweet. you joined Twitter and you were very much writing for QI at the time yeah. and stuff. Right, so that, look, what a good knowledge of your brand. Yeah. Because Straight off you're the, the only person that we've spoken to out of all of the guests who had um, any engagement with their first really? tweet. Like, you've got a like 
three retweets and two re- two re- replies, which in 2011 is basically viral. Like yeah. you went viral because yeah, no your one was on Twitter there. See, I mean that probably is the point at which I got hooked. That those those three <laughs> yes! retweets. What you see there is the, the needle going in. Yeah. <laughs> The slapping down the arm. Then my, here we are. My, my first tweet, one of my first tweets was um, uh, I added somebody, a friend, mm. and said, like, Star Trek is gash. Or that was her first tweet. But I added a friend and they didn't reply. Like, it's very level. hard to get engagement oh. on the first tweet. It's so tweet. hard to get engagement with people. I think I used to go out with him for a well, Maybe that's why. But, like, but insane, insane. Really, really good. And so, and what was was Andy tweeting regular QI business or was no, there a bit of this just like musings? This, this doesn't seem to be like a theme with you at first, which okay. I thought it might have been, but you were just, you seem to have it, you were having like lovely conversations with people. Oh, who with? Like, I don't know who this Daniel Roberts. As usual, your oh. churlishness fills my heart with sorrow and we are supposed to be a larky online playpen. Sigh. You You're not? having all these kind of conversations between your friends, which is really like, it just sounds like you were using social media exactly as it should have been used from the back <laughs> instead of yeah. just tweeting like what you were doing or what you were eating, yeah. which is what most of us right. were doing at the very beginning. Yeah, because I didn't know how to... Did you have an... Why did you join Twitter? Like, what do you remember? I think a few of the other QI elves were on Twitter. And if that was in June, it might have been when we were actually filming the series. Right, and it okay. Been, the, so we used, to ha- we used to film in the London studios in Waterloo. Mm. Um, and there would be a main gallery where the producer sits and the the director and the sound and lights are in different wings and it's all really you know starship enterprise cool technology and also properly 70s kit in there but then there's a little gallery behind that main gallery where the elves would sit where the the elves are the researchers for qi i mean i just love that so much (laughs) that's like a joyful magical thing yeah it was like a little gallery in the muppet show basically and you just look back and see us kind of flailing around and having a good time and occasionally checking a fact as we were filming the show and so i think they persuaded me to join in that moment so because a few of my colleagues were on it it was a fun right. thing and so you yeah. had other people to look at and be like oh that's what they're so that's yes. how they're using it we now know that 75% of people use Twitter for the, uh, the news so it's now just the big world's biggest news site wow. yeah that's interesting and that comes from that doesn't come from platforms that comes from like that comes from going onto Twitter and being like I now have access to like the journalists and the analysts who are writing the pieces so mm, I can just go there yeah. straight instead instead of waiting for the That's spin that a paper's going to put on it so like it makes sense that it's a news site now yeah whereas then it used to be I guess just like great voices and a few I of the great voices today. making yeah. you laugh mm. now it's become far more serious or top facts like you were churning <laughs> out when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, 
Do you have a tweet that you're that you regret posting? Um, I mean, all the ones that are not funny enough. That you deleted. I regret those. <laughs> a little moment for the for the for the ghost tweets. Very sad. I, reg- I regret. I don't regret too much. I regret sometimes writing things about my personal life. But oh, sometimes it's just uh, an ill-judged knob gag, and I think <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think so it's seemly. It yeah, <laughs> we are the ill-judged knob gags. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like excellent. Yeah. Um, so sometimes when I write something a bit, uh, you know, fruity, a bit fruity. <laughs> I shouldn't put words in your mouth because you weren't going to say fruity. Well, uh, we're saying it now. So if there's if there's a fruity tweet out there. Um, I'll take it out of the punnet and I'll have a look at it. And even if I'll give it a rinse, and Watch then I'll, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll give it a rinse. still peel I'll, it. God, it's getting worse. Um, and then I'll I'll still chuck it away. So normally, yeah. although I did I did find a, a joke I made about a diseased pickle that, that that was a very a very easy knob gag, and that has that apparently survived the cold because it got enough likes. Oh, okay. there we go. So yeah. you know, like, even if Maybe. I don't really like it, it doesn't matter because people engaged. I'm afraid so. A diseased yeah. pickle. Yeah. That's gag. how we all feel. That was I think your. It was a New York Times headline. And the headline was, it looks uh, it looks like a diseased pickle, but looks can be deceiving. And my tweet was basically just retweeting that and going... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, any more shame ones? Or should we move on? Okay, so there was... This is, I mean, shame is a bit of a strong word, isn't it? But yeah. the, the, the best any tweet I ever had did was when... Is that right? Yeah. Mm. When uh, Donald Trump first visited the UK as president, and mm. uh, and I wrote a, a silly joke which just said, "Dear America, we have your president. If you don't send us thirty million dollars in unmarked bills by uh, twenty hundred hours on Friday, we will let him return to you." So and that was that went really nuts because you know sometimes through no fault or intention of your own, something just catches the wind a bit. Yeah. And then uh, and then J.K. Rowling retweeted it. Which oh, my is, God. You know, felt like a, a benediction gonna... sort of descending, like a big clouds part as big Twitter hand came down, yeah. giving a thumbs up. Um, also, so I bet then your mentions went insane. They went because, compl- yeah. for about a week or two afterwards. Wow. They were just totally nuts. And that was very, very delightful and fun. And, you know, and I spent far too long reading all the replies. But there we go. Um including several hundred people saying, uh, I think you mean we'll keep him. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, find that quite, I find that quite stressful sometimes because it makes me be like, oh, no one understands jokes. And yeah. I get quite like down about the the like majority of people not getting so yeah. get it, yeah. Um, but but well, why did you not like that tweet? Well, I like that one. And okay. then a year later... He came back to the UK, and I, I sort of retweeted it with a little update saying, well, I've raised the ransom this time. And I just felt that was a bit of a dog returning to his vomit kind of <laughs> yeah. Did J.K. Move. Rowling not retweet that one? No, Maybe that's why you're like, oh, this one didn't work because J.K. Rowling didn't retweet it. If that is the <laughs> level now... If it had gone now, crazy, do you, do you honestly think if that had gone like just as viral as the first one, would you, would you have felt like that? I still think there would have been a little tang of shame at the heart of okay. it because... We're meant to be moving forwards and looking forwards. That's God, but sometimes the... it's exhausting making new content all the time. I agree, yeah. I agree. Fresh content is so hard to forge. For, thank yeah. you. Mm, smelt. Smelt. Yeah. Um, you feel like you're constantly smelting. And I, I get I get very, um, recently I've been very like overwhelmed by how m- much, like you just said then, like you tweet pretty much every day. I probably tweet like twice a week. So I'm like, 
this? Do you want this? But isn't it interesting how you can make a joke that goes so well and everyone loves it, and then when you retweet it, you're like, yeah, but I already tweeted that. Yeah, but people are, comedians are going and telling jokes, the same jokes in different venues. So, but why is that different? But it makes you feel like you should better every time. Yeah, because other people are. I can do better than that. I've already tweeted that. Yeah, but it's not funny. New people are probably seeing it. As well, your job, you were constantly coming up with things and like new, like, you know, for all of the writing jobs that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, yeah, it's weird. And, you know, private eyes sometimes has jokes that are 50 or 60 years old and that's fine you know? yeah they're still funny they're great yeah so why is it I don't know I do sometimes see other comedians and I'll name no names here who retweet former former gags of theirs and mm-hmm. I always I always look a bit down my nose at those Understood. Understood. those tweets I think come along now my friend yeah. <laughs> come along now my we've, friend we've, we've eaten this pasty once before and Please it was very that. very yummy that time but now it's a little cold oh that's and a it's good been analogy in your mouth. Yes. Like it's already been in your mouth and it's been in your mouth don't spit it back out at me. no exactly well then to end on a high mm. well not end on a high because we haven't finished but like yeah to regain some momentum some yeah. momentum after we've completely dropped off the edge of a cliff there um what what uh, tweets are you proud of uh, well, as I, as I think I've made clear, the one that J.K. Rowling <laughs> yeah, signalled that she liked. Of um, course, yeah, that. Normally, and yeah, Pride is another weird one because, again, I treat it as it's such a, not a job, but it is, it's just a thing every day that yeah. it's it's not, the ones I'm really proud of are the ones where you think of something and you write it as quickly as you can because you think, oh, I really hope no one else has thought of this. And mm. then, and those are so satisfying. And then when the, if they take off or enough people if they prompt lots of different reactions, mm. that's when I'm sitting for the next half an hour after posting the tweet, reading people's replies and thinking, oh my God, this is so much fun. Yeah. Because it's like you're in a writer's room, basically. Yeah. It really yeah. feels like that. So there was one which was, I think it was just about, Boris hadn't become prime minister yet, but uh, it was looking like a dead cert. Mm. And I read a thing and it was, again, these are all just gags, but it was, to prove that Boris Johnson is fit to be Prime Minister, please join my rally today. We meet at noon in the middle of the Garden Bridge. So. <laughs> very right, good. So, yeah, yeah Garden Bridge. Long. For any, yeah. you know, for anyone who wasn't following the Garden Bridge story, he which is really adorable. It. It it's not a real bridge. It exist. <laughs> It was one of these mad fucking nonsense plans that he just screams every so often. It was yeah. expensive. So, Am I right in saying, like, they also pumped money into it before? Like, yeah, and, and it I didn't even it was, work. I think it might have been... 30 or 40 million quid. I mean, yeah, it was and a it didn't even happen. Sort of feasibility studies and all of this mm. stuff. And then it, you know, didn't happen, fell through as God. it were. So anyway, but that was, so I, I wrote that and I, remember, I even remember where I was when I was <laughs> really? walking. I was on a long walk through London, just from one from A to B. And I just thought of that, banged it out. And then, you know, you sort of have a little peek a few minutes later. Yes, it's because you know the rate because if it's like I, I, I've got like after yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. if I've got 20 likes I am flying right exactly yeah, yeah. whereas if there's one it's we're in delete territory because it's like Completely. Well, it hasn't yeah. been caught up immediately and because you know how this moves and you also know the algorithm and if it's not responding in the first five minutes you know it's probably it. not gonna right yeah. anyway go on and so people had taken it and run with it and people were replying saying my flight's a bit delayed but I should be flying into the Boris airport quite soon oh, another one of people. his mad plans and then someone else saying well I'm trying to get the Boris bridge over from Northern Ireland and, the, and you oh. know all the, the Boris I'm coming in on a zip line and all these all these stupid <laughs> things that Boris had proposed or been caught up in or all of these things they all just everyone just kind of piled in and it became this lovely fiesta of replies oh. and when people write saying the replies to this are great yeah. that's yes. almost that's almost nicer than this is a yeah. great tweet because you've you think, started a thing mm. rather 
month and you've just like yeah people you know, are just responding to one tweet when you look at the, I always think the test of a person or like a test of someone's work is when you like look at the person okay it could be anyone it could be like journalists whatever let's take Piers Morgan an example because he is mm. the most obvious example and you look about before. the company they keep so like who's in their comment yeah. who's retweeting them and stuff mm. you get a really good idea of what the community is they've created and what that community feels like it's like you've created mm. the nicest the most community Whereas, like, you're basically in a writer's room online I think that's yeah, very I mean, and that is not so like look I've mentioned it before I'll mention it again I did one tweet one tweet that went viral it was about bread one tweet <laughs> and it was about bread and it was about how bread does Come not on, give it to us yeah. uh, well, I've already read it out on the podcast but I haven't right so basically it was about how um, it's, it's it. lovely how, it's lovely how when it's something like it's lovely how um, when you buy some bread you've got to eat it within three days bread for sandwiches bread for t- the morning bread mm. for toast make bread as a hat make a bread friend called bread and watch bread with it or something <laughs> and, so, and so it's a bit silly but then um, no one like no one like picked it up and ran with it everyone was just like Freeze your bread. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what? It went want, viral, but all the responses. Things. Like, I want you to come up with other things we could make out of bread. Mm. Let's do some bread puns. Let's riff, guys. Riff with me. Riff. And then no one... And it's because I, I've, I haven't created, like, a community. I just kind of, like, tweet out silly things. Sometimes they get picked up. Sometimes they don't. Mm. But, it, yeah, you've really, like... You know your audience really well. Yes. And, like, it's... That is a very... If, if I used to work in social media and hire influencers in advertising. Oh, wow. Like, I worked as a social media manager and we did full-scale campaigns and, like that is such a sign of understanding the people that are around you that's why you get so much engagement and that's why like all the things you've done as well like how has social media been for your book I, it's, I imagine it's been really helpful because those people have been with you for a long time and yeah. they've, they've and also like you play together like you have a laugh together they feel like they know you so that really helps when you start to do other things as well I think so yeah it's made me feel a bit less bad about self-promotion which is mm. a, a, you know people can feel very vexed or conflicted about it yeah and I decided to it's, I've kind of made a conscious decision not to be too worried about that because I've loved the process of writing the book and now mm. I'm loving telling people about it yeah. and, and saying, I think this is a cracking book and I, I hope you like it if you decide to pick it up and I hope you do. So that has been... It is cracking. It's, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm, well, I haven't said that, but I will. Yeah. Um, but it, it that has been really fun and just telling people about the different stages of it um, is really interesting because I... I'm not claiming it's kind of education about publishing or anything, but it's very interesting, the journey from, you know, a Word document to something in a shop. Yeah. Mm. What's so nice is that your audience have been like, yeah, we want to see Absolutely. Andy right yeah. now. Yeah. They've not been like, sorry, I don't understand what, what like, what, what does this mean for your brand? Because, like, mm. it's so strong. Like, you're just a good writer and people are, like, really like, like the, the way the you write your tweets. So they're like, I'll read more of those stuck together. Really it makes you feel good, doesn't it, about it, about social media when you have a community like that. Like, it makes me feel really happy to hear about people riffing on jokes and stuff when we, the side I see, which is activism, and like, well, you've got plastic bags in your house. And you're like, I just want to <laughs> go to sleep. So, like, it makes me feel happy and good about the world. So funny. So but I, that's oh, such gosh, a thing. I yeah. don't do... Yeah, I sort of don't write enough activism... Tweets. Or don't, I don't, I don't, don't write. I don't write many. That's the mm. thing. I, I occasionally tweet about um, climate-related things, and that's partly because the book is climate-related, and I'm, yeah. I'm reading a lot more about it. Um, but you do do that by through jokes. You know what I mean? Like there, there are different ways that you can mm. like discuss or um, work through things like Trump and yeah, the ridiculous and election change. that we had and, and all of that through kind of like light humour and then that's the way of doing it. That's one way of doing it anyway. Yeah, it because it, it can feel completely trivial in the bad sense of the word. It yes. can feel 
um, that you're not doing anything at all and that we are all just talking to each other. Echo chamber, yeah. And, and actually, there is a, there's a book that's about to come out in America, which I'm really looking forward to. It's about uh, the difference between um, political hobbyism, mm. which is normally something done by people, in, often men, weirdly, in the middle classes who are on Twitter and on news websites for two or three hours a day, that it is it's so interesting to them and they follow it all. But that, the difference between doing that and the actual process of politics, which is gaining power in order to carry out the ideas that you've had and that you think are important, mm. saying that this latter thing, the book's thesis is that this latter thing is the more important thing. Yes. It makes you, it firstly, makes you more empowered. And secondly, it is more important for your local community. It will have more effect. More you, of an impact. Yeah. yeah. Tweeting you, some stuff yeah, now. You yeah. organising one letter per, pick a year is more important than you spending two hours a day reading the news. Yes, <laughs> and it yeah. will make you feel yeah, better probably yeah, too. Yeah. So... Um, I think with Twitter there is a risk that yes. I'm I'm just doing uh, the former thing, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have a good answer to that apart from to well, to try and balance it, it out yeah. to, with with a bit more engagement. I've been trying to work out. And what also, I want to let's do. Yeah. be honest as well. When you when we think about like societal issues like climate change or politics or whatever, I think I mean I wor- I've worked in this space talking about this stuff for a long time, and I think we always think okay, I have to get out there and like change the law or mm. like go and do a list pick or whatever, but. Telling, talking about those issues, like you've said, you touched on it in the book, it's part mm. of, there's a theme about climate change in the mm. book, right? So touching on that issue in a storytelling narrative is actually how you open up people's minds and like hearts mm. to ideas. That's like, true. Like stories yeah. really open up people to things in a way terrifying. that maybe you going outside and being like, let's do something about climate change, maybe you wouldn't, because <laughs> they might not expect that from you, but in a story, it'll make them go, oh, that's yeah, interesting, maybe I'll look into that. Everyone's again. got like their own... Um, delivery system. Like, delivery them. system, or just as or, or well, I was going to say like special powers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> differently. Gorge. Everyone's got their own special powers. And I don't think we should feel bad that, you know, you're very, very good at writing witticisms on Twitter, that that is not enough. Like, yeah. you know, you stick we're to the all things that you're own. good at. And, and storytelling is a super powerful way to get to some of those issues. We're going to play follow and follow block. Oh, this so is good. This Ooh. is where it's, it's basically, it's not shag, marry, kill, and says every single time, <laughs> but it is in a way. Okay. Um, so I'm going to pick, so I've given you, I'm going to give you three people. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And you just tell me whether you would follow, who would you, who, who you would follow, who would you unfollow, and who would you like fully block, right. and why, are and there, why. Are there, okay, are you picking things... And you do you have expectations of what I'm going to answer? Absolutely not at all. No. So it's not I'm like making it hard for you, but we don't know. You haven't picked the Dalai Lama. No, uh, no, and... I've actually picked, which could be quite lame, because you could be like, I actually don't know two of them or any of them. <laughs> I just went off the three um, authors that gave you wonderful quotes for your book. Oh. So I've picked Stephen Fry, who loved the book, Harlan Coben, who loved the book, and Lee Child. Right. Um, and so... I want you to tell me who... And I, I've also written a note underneath, and I, don't, I was never going to say this, absolute titans of the literary world. Why have I written that? <laughs> You're Thanks. not wrong. I mean, I'm not wrong. No. They're all great. Read them all. Um, but yeah, so who would you follow, unfollow and block out of those three? So the, the question you are effectively asking me is which two thirds of the most influential supporters <laughs> I've managed to win after years of painstaking mm. effort would I like to alienate? Unfollow yes. and block. Right. Yes, okay, great. It's not an easy podcast. No, it's not. But we did, um, we, we, we had to do our parents and you know, I blocked mum. I blocked dad. Really so. Wow. Yeah, they gave us life. But like you... you, you you know, you can maybe one of them will be more understanding about it. In which case, you could unfollow them. You know, I'm leaving it up to you. Okay, okay. Well, who are you closest to out of the three? Fry. 
Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the fry. Fry. And I'm not close to him. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Met, but I've met Fry on a non-zero number of occasions, which is more than I could say for Harlan Coburn or Lee Child. Okay. Understood, right? Yeah, sure. I've read the I've read their stuff, but I have not uh, ever met them. Yours. Oh well, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, wonderful. Which, so, um, oh god, this is really tricky. I mean, Fry tweets interesting stuff about the cricket sometimes, so I'm mm-hmm. loath to unfollow or certainly to block that. Harlan Coburn's got a very nice dog okay. he posts about. Um, and Lee Child, Lee Child is at Lee Child Reacher. Oh, and he, he does the Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah, he's written 21 of these. He has just 21? announced. 21? I know, in 21 years. Fuck. I know. What am I doing? Right, go on. Just <laughs> <laughs> bash out a, Jack, a Jackie Reacher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he has just announced he is slightly stepping away from Reacher. In fact, he is handing over the character, oh, I don't know if you could do this, to his own brother. What? So the first novel, the next novel in the Jack Reacher series is going to be by, I can't remember the name of his brother, it might be uh, Peter Child, it's a, it's another of the child, of the child. siblings. Block uh, him, block <laughs> him. Well, if he's going to be doing less of that, then maybe I should, maybe I should block. And also I know I'm going to be seeing him reviewed everywhere anyway. So, yeah, I mean, well you can, you can block, um, you can block Lee and just start following Peter. Great point, and I, I'll get the, I'll get the same stuff through that. Stuff. He'll probably mm. retweet a bit of Lee. <laughs> get in. Okay. Well, all right. That feels like the band aid completely ripped off, and now we're just reduced just to follow and unfollow. Follow, yeah. yeah. Um. Gosh, do I want dogs? Do I want dog pictures or cricket updates? Ooh, Is that's the, the cricket update. really thorny one? Um, I think I'm going to have to stay with following Fry just mm. because he is sort of like a sweet dog himself, isn't he? Like mm. a lovely dog, like a lovely puppy. So I think that's fine. Mm. Uh, and also, his I find his uh, bio very funny. What's his bio? It's it's Lord of something, Prince of something, Duke of Swimwear, blogger. It's just a nice, <laughs> it's just a good, okay, silly, solid joke. Yeah. Thing. So for for that reason, and I have to stress that reason alone, I've made the choices that I've settled on. Okay, that's good luck getting quotes for your next book. Because <laughs> oh, um, of course, Harlan Coben and Lee Child will be listening to our podcast. Because <laughs> they are absolute titans of the literary world. <laughs> I mean, thank you so much, Andy. Thank you, Andy, for Thanks coming. Thanks for having me. This has been so much fun. It's been lovely to meet you. You're a genius. Go and buy his book, The Last Day. If, um, in, if in the intro and also in the podcast itself, I haven't convinced you, then just be convinced, okay? Um, I don't know what more you, I can tell you than you'll love it. Um, and you won't be able to stop reading it. I was reading it until three in the morning. This morning. I love a book like that. Oh, it's so good. Um, and follow him at Andy Hunter M. And um, also for other bits that you haven't heard in the podcast, do go to uh, our Instagram um, at Might Delete Later Pod, where we will have some like fun behind the scenes clips. You know the business and live, laugh, love. Oh my god, always live, laugh, love. Also, remember, social media isn't everything. It's meant to be fun. Mm. People change, things change. And if you really, really don't like stuff, you can just do an Andrew and delete later. Mm. Just do an Andrew. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.